Okay, we gotta get going. Let's do it. It's 4.40. I think it's time to go. Yeah, we're 40 minutes late. Or or 40 minutes on time. We're fashionably well, on time. That's not how that works. That's the phrase. Um, Josh, we've got a short episode we're going to burn through today. There's a couple um, discussion topics. So Josh reminded us that the discussion topic column is also a space for any follow-ups we might need. And so there's a follow-up here from last episode, our episode with Brian, and the discussion topic reads, I called interfaces prototypes when I meant protocols, and I'm deeply sorry. Do you want to say any more about that? Yeah, um, I think that um, I, I'm only the only thing that out, outdoes how wrong I was was how embarrassed I am about it. Um, okay. That's but fair. yeah, in, in in closure, there's there's a thing that's like interfaces or traits in other languages called protocols, and they they serve the same kind of purpose, polymorphism. Um, I said prototypes, which is a thing in JavaScript for prototypical inheritance, blah blah right. blah. Um, so I'm sorry, everyone. I believe interface is the word TypeScript uses. Is it okay? Yeah, that's a pretty and common. Then Swift calls them protocols. Okay. So, yep. It's all over the place, you know and what I mean? Traits and Rust. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I don't know, can we just like get our act together and call them all the same thing? Nope, that's false. Uh, because polyglot. All right. I never met a glot. I didn't want a poly. Woo. Uh, what went well for I'm me? Really I want to gush a little bit. So the the um card reads observable HQ continues to impress me. Um, people at work would be like rolling their eyes right now if they heard me because I've been talking about it all week mm. um, and last week too. So I'm working on something where I have – I'm spraying some JSON files, okay? And those JSON files include details about artworks. They're a list of artworks. Sure. But like no human wants to consume it that way. What we'd rather see is like a list of these things with their titles, um, the artist's name, and like actually render those images. And so what I did was I booted up an observable notebook. This is a, it's hard to explain. You should just go try it out yourself. But essentially you're making cells of JavaScript that can be run and like interplay with each other. Okay. So for example, one cell of JavaScript makes a network request for these JSON files. And then another cell takes that as inputs and then like produces essentially HTML that's then rendered live into the, uh, web page. So this is something called observable HQ, it says. That's right. I, is that a library? Is that a um, software as a service kind of it's thing? It's a service. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you sign up for an account, and then you can have public or private notebooks. And when you do, you can share them or not, whatever. Um, and so in this way, so in this case, I'm like, I want to show people the artworks that were randomly picked as the artworks of the day for this project I'm working on. Okay. So that we can like visually QA and like have some notion of like, oh, here's how they looked this week. And then we can go like backwards in time and see how they mm. looked at various points. Okay. And kind of see like, do we like our algorithm? Do we feel like as we move through these weeks of these generated picks, this, this like lineup, like are we liking how it looks or do we have comments about, hey, I'm seeing too much merchandise. I'm seeing, seeing too much um, art that's like not for sale or, or whatever. Like we can make determinations like that because we've moved from just like data to like some interactive right. rendered thing. But I didn't have to like 
do anything in our services. I didn't have to like spin up a new Rails app. I didn't like the 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 barrier to entry is quite low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. And and you like you've been playing with this thing for a while. And you've been using it. So you said observable notebooks. This is a so you're on the observable site. You're looking at their notebooks, but it produces what JavaScript that then you can embed somewhere else. Is that a thing? The JavaScript's being embedded right in your notebook. So you have oh um, okay. Like each quote unquote cell is um, like could be Markdown, could be JavaScript, or could be oh I get it. And so you're like constructing this narrative with executed code sure like i was saying eval like basically evaled cells mm-hmm. of javascript and so it mixes together in this kind of fun way right but notebooks like that are really big in the python world you typically run something jupiter? locally is that what's yeah called? jupiter notebooks yeah. yeah totally so i don't know it just seems so cool <laughs> like makes, to be able to kind of mix sense. and match these concepts yeah, it makes sense for sure cool okay i am marking it addressed boom um, I'm going to go back to myself because I'd like to hear myself speak. Um, this one actually was last from last week, but it didn't make the cut. But it did make the cut this week. The ticket says PETA and baseball bullpens. Can I guess what this means? Yes, please. So I think that this means that PETA issued a statement saying that we should get away from the term bullpen in, in baseball Correct. Because a bullpen is historically or whatever most accurately understood as the place where bulls are stored before they're slaughtered. That's exactly right. Okay. PETA wants MLB to rename the bullpen to <laughs> Arm Barn. The Arm Barn? Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so I got another one. I want to um, – let's just brainstorm. Yeah. If anything comes to you, I'd, I'd love to hear it. But here's my idea: mm-hmm. the pitcher, pitcher. Oh, okay. Like they're all sitting, sitting in a pitcher. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, we can uh, we can keep going. Uh, yeah, I think I think you know there's room to workshop there. Okay. And I'd love to hear um, you know anything that comes to your mind. Well, I would say that this reminds me of some other PETA suggestions that have come across my timeline in the past. I don't know if you remember, but um, number one, I agree that there are some unnecessarily violent sayings that we have in English, right? Sure. So I agree with them with that, but some of their suggestions were pretty funny. So the, one, one, uh, one saying we have is, I don't want to beat a dead horse, which the, sure. the image of beating a horse is already <laughs> violent, and then you add right. to it that it's already dead, right? right. That's a pretty violent image, um, and yet it's a very common saying. There, sure. There's – their suggestion was don't feed a fed horse. Oh, right? so now we're right. helping them. That's the right. Horse. That's right. The horse is full. You, you've already made <laughs> your point. Anymore. You've already made your point. So stop putting food in that horse. The other one was um, kill two birds with one stone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember what their suggestion was. Um, but it was like, f- it was another like feeding thing, I think. Anyway, they were it's really pretty interesting. They, they were really, I, I think, it. yeah, I think, I think that they were like, whatever. But anyway, that PETA, you know, they're challenging the language, but I think that sometimes the, the suggestions cause them to be unnecessary ridicule. Right. Because people are used to their sayings and changing sayings. Uh, 
by saying you shouldn't say that isn't really how change happens. So anyway. I'm going to take a shot at what I think the people at PETA think they're trying to accomplish. Uh-huh. You let me know if, I, if you think I got it. I think they're saying that by using these like way over the top phrases in our like, – we're like normalizing violence towards animals. And if we rewound that, that would be probably a good thing for animals. Is that, does that sound right to you? I think so. I think – but um, that's only one of the ways in which our society is violent. Oh, of course. You know, right. and so they're taking one particular, you know, and they're, they're probably taking others too, but that's the one that, you know, on social media. It's going to make news. Yeah. 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 yeah because it's, it's pretty silly. <laughs> silly. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I think you're exactly right. I think, I think that's the, um, we cause unnecessary, uh, violence toward animals and, um, and one of the ways that manifests is through our common idioms. And if we were to change some of those, maybe we, maybe uh, action would follow, would fall out of that in some way. We've got nowhere to go but up. Okay, so let's stay on animals for a moment here. Josh, you have a card in what could be improved called I Think My Dog Is Trying to Kill Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to say any more about that? I shouldn't say he's trying to kill me. I'm. I should say I think he's trying to kill all of us. <laughs> oh, okay, that's better. Right. No, my my dog is at this major age right now. I mean, I think I've said this like eight times now, but yeah. it I it's just getting worse. And <laughs> wow. we, we've got like trainers. We've got like the thing on Friday he goes to, but like he's just annoying as heck right now, and he won't yeah. stop trying to eat our clothes when we're walking around like if you got a dangly bit he's gonna go for it (laughs) that's his bit that's right that's my that's my that's my dangle so it's how old are we talking now i forgot so he just turned nine months so he's he's at that stage where he looks like an adult but he's a puppy right which is maybe my least favorite thing yeah, he's got the bulk and everything, mm-hmm. um, and the and the men, and like so the he's, mentality. Yeah, he's it. strong and tall, so he can. If you don't put your food like on top of the fridge, <laughs> he's gonna get it all. He's gonna eat it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, hang in there. Good luck. Um, it sounds like you're trying to do things like you you mentioned trainer and stuff. So, we're, what we're, else can you do? But keep we're trying. Doing our, we're doing our best. Yeah. And my cortisol level has never been higher. Okay. Speaking of cortisol, <laughs> I was driving around and um, this is like, this happened just before we recorded last Friday with Brian. I was driving around and I literally saw a tumbleweed in my neighborhood. Was John Wayne at the end of the road too? <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, I don't know what it is about this, this, this like area, but there's like no tall buildings. So the wind just comes really whipping over those plains, you know? Like, and, um, like from the middle of Kansas? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I saw a tumbleweed. I didn't know that that was – like I, I honestly thought that tumbleweeds were like something that a made, up, made up for Hollywood <laughs> – like for humor in That's Hollywood. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, what could be improved is your pun names of fake JS libraries. Johnny Cash. This I think this fits with what we were just saying. Like, yeah, yeah, Johnny Cash, C A C H E, pretty good. 
pretty good. I, okay. I it could be improved because that's the only one I could think of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't even know why it's a JS library. Johnny Cash could be anything. Okay, let's call that one addressed. Uh, discussion. Time. This is more of a follow up. Um, Brian Dunn was on was on last week and mentioned a deck building game called Ascension, and I wanted to note that I installed it and am very slowly playing a game with him. I think I've done like three rounds. I'm definitely the bottleneck here. Well, you know, uh, one thing that's interesting about having now that you know that he's playing is you you probably also by proxy, know more about his bowel movements than you would want to. <laughs> right. So, so what you're saying is when I get that push notification that it's my turn, I know why. I think that there's a reason they call it a push notification. Hey-o. Uh, yeah. Uh, so a couple things. It definitely reminds me of um, a deck-building game that I really like called Star Realms. Um, oh, but okay. instead of being a battler where you're trying to defeat the opponent mm-hmm. um, or like do them damage until mm-hmm. they get to zero and then you've killed them and you win. It's more like you earn towards winning, which I think is kind of interesting, kind of flips that. And, right. And is, Go for is positive how they do, rather than negative. And, and, and it's how they do multiplayer. So if we're all trying right. to amass more points, right. it's not about, yeah, which is an that makes interesting sense. dynamic. Yep. So I thought, and one more thing is that the art is really fun. It's got this kind of cool. like, um, you know, like etching almost where you've taken a tool to remove the black bits and what's left is, the, uh, you know what I'm trying to say? Like a like wood carving? Especially kind of, well, like um, it's like a black piece of paper and you kind of use a tool, like a metal tool to etch on it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What is that called? That has a name. That kind of art has a name. Yeah. And then like, it's so like what's left, you can then maybe paint on and get color in it that way. Anyway, yep. it's got this yep. cool aesthetic. Would recommend. Cool. Uh, well, we're still trying to get through this here. Uh, Josh, you got one. Could be improved. We're going through fabric masks like they're disposable. Yep. So I just ordered a bunch. The, the, so fabric masks for kids in particular is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, we really liked this one brand for our girls called Cat and Jack. Um, yeah. And Target seems to be out of them. Gotcha. I don't really know what's going on with that, but um, our middle daughter choose. They have to wear masks all day at school, right? Right. She chews in the middle of it. She like kind of like lets the mask land in her mouth, and she just chews on the fabric. So sure. we have all these masks with holes right in the middle, which <laughs> renders them, if not actually useless, socially useless. <laughs> right. No one wants to see a kid with a hole in the middle right. of the mask walking right. around. <laughs> <laughs> cool like i like your effort um <laughs> so i it's just it was just something that came up today and we couldn't find a mask this morning like and we were digging through the clean but unfolded laundry which is always a mountain at our house yep. um and that's like finding a needle in a haystack and it feels yep. quite literally like finding a needle in a clothes stack Anyway. Um, so we, we, so Jack has to wear one every day too. Just found some like Crayola brand masks and hear me out. They have a feature. I think it's pretty nice. They have like a, um, so on the, on the ear straps, they have a shoot. What would you call it? Uh, they adjust those little nubbins that they can bring them in a so that they can make them adjust. small. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, that's a lot of our masks are like that too. It's like a plastic bead. 
anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they also have, like, funny, like, Crayola-themed, like, expressions on them. And so... Oh, Jack so it makes it look way. like he's got a face, a different kind of face on, something like that. Exactly. Okay. So, so they're, like, fun for him. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, also on this topic, he's, like, barely ever complained about this. Like, if I put myself in the shoes of a six-year-old having to wear a mask all day every day at school, I'd be bitching about it all the time. But, like, I don't think he's ever said anything about but it. But maybe you wouldn't have if that was normal, normalized normal, for two yeah. years of your whole life, you know? A third of <laughs> or whatever of your life was just you put on a mask when we go outside. That's like, my, I think about my four-year-old. She won't remember what it was like <laughs> before. That's fucked up. It's wild. It's just wild. Anyway. Cool. All right. I'm going to tick that one. Um, more more um, COVID-related content. Uh, what went well? Jack got his first shot and Woo! Jess got a booster shot. Woo! Yeah. Um, Jess just like, just like randomly was at the doctor and they offered her the booster. So she took it and she's like, I, w- I kind of wish I didn't because it really knocked her on her ass for a few days. Oh, yeah. Um, but she's feeling a lot better today. Good. <laughs> it was like, uh, all right. Um, yep, I'm going to check your heartbeat now. Um, all right, I'm going to stick you with this booster now. All right, so I'm going to... Wait, what? what? Hey, what, can you go back to that? No. Hope you're okay uh, with Johnson took, and Johnson. So I, so I took Jack to get this booster shot, and I didn't, think, I didn't think anything of it. I made the appointment. We got in the car, drove over there, and he lost his shit. It took mm. me forever to get that shot in that kid's arm. Did you? Do they have like the, the like the like? They for flu shots with the kids. They had it down to a okay. science now. They have like the tickler thing that they put on the arm, so you can't even tell the, when the needle goes in. It's like it you like do not have that. It like tricks your arm. I don't know why they don't use that for the kids on this. Yeah, they should. Oh my god, I was so embarrassed. I like I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like. I will promise – I will um, bribe you with anything. I promised him money. Yeah. I promised him video games. Like oh I told him he could, get a, he could get a milkshake. And he'd get on my lap. He'd show the um, nurse his, his arm and then like fly off the handle. Wow. When my son, who is now 10, was like four, yeah, he had to go and get like you know, some immunization. I forget which, which round it was. But – he freak, he freaked out like that. I mean, granted he was four, but he he like hid under. It's like the 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 what do you call that big seat? Um, like in the doctor's office. Yeah, in the doctor's office, like a big chair that they put the tissue paper thing yeah. over, and they change that every time. I know what you're and talking about. It's like a about, booster. Totally. Like they pull out the stairs, and you can go up and sit on yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, next to that was a table, and so he was like in between that and under the table. <laughs> And no one could get to him. Right. And so, and I think, and I wasn't there, but Bethany said that she had to like, she had to like maneuver. It was like chasing a dog or like scaring a cat out of a barn, you know, like one person comes one way. Yeah. It's like a, get the broom. We got a kid under the table. (laughs) Man. But anyway, yeah, like, and, and so. So Jess and Jack had these shots, like, are they apart? She's, like, knocked on her butt, feeling real bad, and he's, like, fine. Of course. Children. And also, as soon as he got that shot, he was like, oh, that wasn't a big deal. That was it. I'll take that. We've been in here for 20 minutes, kid. 
I was promised a Nintendo Switch and a large <laughs> yeah. milkshake. Yeah, you're right, though. He didn't forget. And as soon as we got in that car, he's like, so, Dad, are you really going to give me $100? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, that was a lie that a parent says when a kid freaks out about getting a shot. And I'm yeah, so I'm embarrassed. Sure I'm gonna. I'm less embarrassed about lying to you than I am about <laughs> what you're doing. All right, Josh. Let's wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Let's do our typical discussion topic. What's for dinner at the Davy House? Mm-mm-mm. Pizza House. Pizza literally, house. literally, we're going to the Pizza House. Three pizzas per usual. Yep. And yeah, I think that's it. Sweet. Over here, um, Jess is going to see a show tonight, so she's not going to be around. And the boy's going to um, Grandma and Grandpa's. So I'm kind of on my own. Oh. I predict that I will do something like fast food. Um, if you can manage to spend $15 at Taco Bell, <laughs> please just send me a picture of it. Because I want to know what, what $15 at Taco Bell can get you these days. That's not a bad idea. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> About a Taco oh, I Bell could, feast. I could go for five chalupas. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Good effort today, even though we got started a little late. Um, I think the fans are really going to like this. They, one. they like they like the short ones. I've been told yeah. by one. Well, the other fan. I mean, the thing is, it's so short you can listen to it twice. That's right. To start it over. Actually, here's your cue to start over the podcast right now. <laughs> Love you. Oh, that was us starting over. Hey, I love you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.